everyone. I'm Alexa. And I'm Catherine. And we're the girls behind Tickets, Please. And on today's episode, we're talking about movies we love that have terrible reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. I could not believe how many were actually on this list. I know. So I did anything with 20% and under. What was your threshold? So I was sort of like, I started with like 50 and then worked my way down to see like what like the lowest ones that I liked were. Cause like I started by looking with zero and those were like a bunch of movies that I haven't even like heard of. So then I started like a little higher and went through. So mine are 10, my highest one is 30 and my lowest one is five. <laughs> I have one that's four. And by the way, I already know what your five is because I saw it on there. All right. Go through like your top handful that are from like 30 to 20. Okay. So my 31, which I sort of knew was going to be on there because we had talked about it when you told me to watch it, which is Passengers, is a 30%. <laughs> such a good movie i i know so i was also looking at um like you know how they have the the tomato meter which is like critics and then they have the audience one that's like yeah like regular people so the 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 audience meter on that movie was high it was 63 so i think that that's way more accurate to what that movie is i really like it and I don't understand why people don't like critics didn't like it. Cause I remember you told me when we, when I watched that movie, you're like, people did not like this movie and I thought it was good and you should watch it. I've seen it three times since I watched it for the <laughs> first time. I think it's good. I think yeah. it's I, like, it's gotta be hard for them to have made that movie being, it's just the two of them the whole time. And so like that considered, I, I, I do not think it deserves a 30. Yeah. If you need your memory jogged, everybody, we're talking about Passengers, which is the space movie with um, Jennifer Lawrence and Chris Pratt. And literally, that's it. They're the only two in the movie because they're on. Oh, and Michael Sheen is in a, a oh, very yes. small part, but he plays basically like artificial intelligence. <laughs> I think yeah. it's a good movie, but we won't get too far into it because we're going to do a special episode for you guys where we talk all about space movies. And I guarantee you it'll oh, be on both of our lists. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what's one of your higher ones? Rumor has it. With Jennifer Aniston, right? Yeah. It's like a sequel um, to like The Graduate or it's like related to The Graduate. Yeah. I mean, it's not it's not really a sequel, but like sort it's in the same universe. Right. I saw it once and, and I Kevin Costner. <laughs> Well, Sorry, I don't know. That was like a lagging thought that like came out of my mouth 60 seconds after I meant to say it. And what was the score on that? 20%. 20? Oh, and Mark Ruffalo is in it. Oh, so yeah. like when Jennifer Aniston and Mark Ruffalo are in something like I can't not like it. But honestly, like I kind of think it's a good movie. I regardless. Liked I liked it uh, in general. I have a, a bunch of like romantic comedies on my list in general. Mm-hmm. I think they're way too low. Like I think maybe it's just that critics don't like rom-coms. That's what it's gotta be what it is. I mean, I know like Roger Ebert famously is like a hater of rom-coms. He always pans them when they come out and gives them like one star. Also, I promise we're not going to make this into a rom-com podcast, but like it just happens. <laughs> I mean, it's sorry to to one a very specific one of my friends who has had an opinion about this. He knows who he is. <laughs> <laughs> so on the rom com theme, 
I was devastated to learn how low this one is. Something Borrowed, which I've talked about on this podcast and how much I love it, has a whopping 15%, which I think is like way too low. I was shocked because I had been looking at other ones. Like I looked at like 27 dresses and other things, and those were in like the 40s or something. And so I was like, okay, I can at least see that, you know, 40 is, you know, I couldn't believe that it was 15. I think that that's criminally low. Okay. Jennifer Goodwin in that movie is so cute. And we've already talked about it, but I think that it's it's very funny. Legitimately a good movie. Yeah. It's like, it's based on a book. So it should at least get some credit there. Like, it's not as if like some, you know, hack wrote a bad script. Like it was a book that people liked and they adapted it into a movie. And I thought it was cute. (laughs) There were three movies on the list Mm -hmm. that have already been on my favorite rom-coms. I was like, put knife in my heart. (laughs) Valentine's day at 17%. I knew that you were. Wedding planner at 16%. I feel like that's a classic. And bride wars at 12%. Like what are you guys doing to me? I had all of those written down. Bride wars being at 11% was honestly, I was like, I couldn't, especially the wedding planner. I thought the wedding planner was like a classic movie that everyone loved. If someone doesn't like the wedding planner, I honestly, it's like someone who doesn't like dogs. Like I'm extremely suspicious of you. And, and like even the audience like score on that one is 59, which is not like it qualifies as like a, like a knocked over popcorn container, which means that it's not good on both the critic and the audience reception. Like I was appalled. It's not cool. Who doesn't like who? Who are these people? I want them to come forward. Like, who are these people that didn't like the wedding planner? And another monsters, another Matthew McConaughey, you know, offense failure to launch. It's a 24 percent. I didn't see that. Oh, 24. Okay. So, I mean, I was like more understanding a little bit. That movie is a little bit wacky. But you're going to tell me failure to launch is 24 and the wedding planner is 16. Like something's wrong there. Failure to launch is like the kind of it's like, you know, like you like to watch it, but you know, but you know that it's not a good movie is actually a good movie. I know. And I, I, I couldn't believe it. And Bride Wars, too. Like, I saw that as more in, like, the 20s. Like, I can't believe Failure to Launch beat The Wedding Planner and Bride Wars. Like, is yeah, Bride wild. Wars a classic of the, of the genre? No. But is it better than 11%? I think so. I mean, the fact that it has Anne Hathaway in it, who, you know, has an Oscar, and Kate Hudson, who's, you know, a very... Although a lot of people do have hate. a hatred toward yeah. Anne Hathaway, and I wonder if that's, like, part of it. it well, no, because be. then more of her movies would have been on there. Yeah. Like, let's see. And their audience score on that one is 51. So also terrible. I liked that movie a lot. <laughs> Uh, There are so there are like a whole bunch of movies still on my list here that actually like genuinely hurt me. I know. (laughs) (laughs) My girl, too. I haven't seen it. Like, how dare you? What was that one? The girl from My Girl goes to visit her uncle in Mm -hmm. Los Angeles Mm -hmm. and she's like 15. So she has like her first like summer love and her first kiss and she wears a mood ring and everybody's cool. She meets her favorite poet and he's like this angry, mean old man. What was the score on that one? Oh, is that what you asked? 
It's okay. I needed a synopsis. <laughs> anyway. you're I welcome. needed a synopsis anyway because I haven't seen it. But fifteen <laughs> percent. Jesus Christ. So, like on Rotten Tomatoes, like they give you a little like critics consensus. It's like a little like one sentence thing that like supposedly summarizes the movie. So the one for the wedding planner is instead of being light and charming, this romantic comedy is heavy handed and contrived in its execution. Also, it's too unoriginal. Like, excuse me. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. We watch rom-coms for the originality. That's what I mean. Like, you can't compare this to Citizen Kane, but, <laughs> you know, like, it's The fine. only thing heavy-handed about the wedding planner is them trying to make J-Lo and Justin Chambers Italian. Massimo is the is an icon amongst <laughs> rom-coms, okay? I can't believe they would slander him like this, okay? Des- deserves better. <laughs> Wedding Planner was particularly painful because it's a movie I watched with grandma and I've seen it with grandma a hundred times. So like I have an association with that. And another, you know, offense on grandma's taste in movies was First Daughter with Katie Holmes. Have you ever seen that? Oh my God, Alexa, this is wild. (laughs) I saw it on the list Mm -hmm. and I almost wrote it down because I thought to myself, that's one of grandma's favorite movies. And then I thought to myself... Alexa's not going to know that, and our audience is not going to care. And it turns out you do know that. <laughs> I do. I thought I've that was s- such an obscure thing that she never would have even mentioned. I've seen it with but grandma it's twice. really one of her faves. <laughs> and it got an 8%. That's, that's upsetting. Katie Holmes, and what is the guy's name in it? Because he's, oh, I actually really like him. Mark Bluckus? B-L-U-C-A. A-S. Oh, okay. Plays Chris Smith in uh, Sleeping with Other People. <laughs> like, oh. The guy she gets with. I forgot about that. Oh, he was cute in that. He was. I know. He's a cute guy. He's like a sweet guy, yeah. And he's cute in First Daughter. He's like her little protector, which I think yeah, is very so she's, cute. Yeah, so she's the First Daughter and he's her like head of like security like, service yeah or whatever. and he's like living in the dorm with her and you know protects her from some sketchy situations and then of course she gets like you know into partying too much and he has to take her home <laughs> it's a cute movie it is. and it deserves more than an eight <laughs> another movie that shocked the hell out of me was home alone too 17 percent i was like it was that was an affront okay it's They're, blasphemous it really is a 17 percent. i mean come on as the kids on tiktok would say rotten tomatoes woke up today and chose violence <laughs> honestly it's true because i i was shocked and as you already know speaking of christmas movies um christmas with the cranks with <laughs> yep. a five percent I nearly cried. I was so upset. I cackled out loud when I saw that. I was like, Alexa is going to be thoroughly heartbroken. Like, do I think it's like of the highest quality of cinema? Like, do I think it's a movie with an M? No. But is it better than 5%? I love that movie. (laughs) I I feel feel sad, honestly, like for you. I was... That's heartbroken. Rough. It was so <laughs> upsetting. 
And their little their little statement was so mean. Even the audience score was only a 38. I was like, ouch. A mirthless movie as fresh as last year's fruitcake. Christmas with the Cranks is a coarse, garish comedy that promotes conformity. (laughs) That is so unnecessarily harsh. I mean, Jesus Christ. (laughs) That's really heartbreaking, though. Um, One that was really rough for me, and I feel like anyone who's around my age will be really upset about, was Now and Then. Oh, I don't know what that is. Now and Then. It's like, quote, unquote, a kid's movie. Mm -hmm. But it it follows these four girls over the summer where they're, I don't know, maybe 13. Mm -hmm. And then also them as adults. So over the summer when they're 13, it's um, Christina Ricci and Thora Birch Mm -hmm. and like all those girls. And then as adults, they're played by Rosie O'Donnell, Rita Wilson, Demi Moore, and Melanie Griffith. Like this is a legit cast. And like, it's a kid's movie. So, you know, we're not expecting like Mm -hmm. Oscar material, but... That one actually doesn't even have a little consensus. There haven't been many reviews of it. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, you know why, actually, I think that is, is because it ha- it wasn't for years and years it wasn't available. It's like the Basketball Diaries. You can't oh, find it anywhere. Okay. And then last year, I think it was last year, um, they finally put it on Netflix. But oh, I don't know so if it's, it's still. It's, it's probably it, not. It does have. It will help you to know that the audience score on that movie is an eighty-two. So that speaks. So yeah. that speaks to what you're saying that it was like a like almost like a little culty favorite in in that mm-hmm. sense. I have one like that too. Um, John Tucker Must Die. Did you see that movie? It, it's, I remember it, but I don't think I ever. It's saw got it. Sophia Bush in it, and um. Oh, I love her. And Jesse Metcalf and, um. Uh, Ashanti and Brittany Snow and and they basically wow that really puts me like I could tell you exactly when that movie was made just by who was in it like what year was it such a very specific cast give me a guess uh 2000 or 2001 2006 whoa yeah Okay, Ashanti, you're right. Yeah. yeah, I guess that does make sense. They were all I like how I'm saying you're right. Like, yeah, you are. <laughs> like they were all, but to your credit, the like this movie was made after all of those girls were like already really re- like this was mm. at the, like they had already had a lot of success in their careers before they had they did this movie. Like I remember Sophia Bush was on One Tree Hill for like a while before she did this movie. And and same thing with Britney Snow. She was like already famous. But it's about Which like, I have to admit to you that mm-hmm. I have never seen One Tree Hill. That's okay. It, I saw it very late. <laughs> okay. I've been abused by other people. I, that, I so. can tell that that's a show that, you know, people get. It's like I haven't seen Dawson's Creek and I get the similar abuse. So that's what I imagine is the same yeah. feeling. But um, the, it was like it's again like a little like it, it sounds actually very similar to the movie you said that like in in tone of it's about these like four girls this like womanizing high school guy who's like a jerk and like treats women badly these four girls band together and have one girl date him and like like give him a taste of his medicine and stuff like that <laughs> <laughs> it's cute and it doesn't deserve a 27 but again it has a 69 on the audience score so it's clear that like people yeah. like it even though the critics didn't by the way you guys 
If you want to watch now and then, I found it. It's on Amazon Prime. You can rent it for three dollars. Also, Devin Sawa is in it. So, like, hello. (laughs) (laughs) Only my number three crush of my childhood. Oh yeah, I remember we (laughs) talked about this because I remember like I asked you what have you even seen him in because you don't like the only thing I know him (laughs) from is the Final Destination and you would never watch that. So I was like, what do you even know him from? I know him from when we were both 12 years old and he was an actor. Okay. And I had a binder of photos of him. I don't want to hear it. Stop. Yes. Are you kidding me? I, for all three of my love interests as a young preteen. Please, don't act like I was the only one. No, you were not the only one. I just think it's so funny. Oh my gosh. Do you know how many times he was on the cover of Teen Beat? Another one that I was truly like, this one was maybe one of the most shocking ones. A walk to remember. Oh, I didn't see that. What, what's Is that it one at? 27. Wow. Maybe people ranked it low because it makes you want to give up on everything forever <laughs> and sob until. I mean, it's audience. It's audience score was a 78, which seems way more you know, in line with what it should be. I I was shocked to see that that movie because it's such an like a classic movie. I feel like yeah. everyone has seen it and everyone likes it. Yeah. And it also stars my like longest ever running girl crush, Mandy. Mandy Moore. I know. She, and her Mandy be- Moore is like the love of my life. And features like her beautiful singing voice with a very iconic song. Yeah. We hope. <laughs> so I mean, come on. What she, is this? Mandy's actually in the movie on my list that was rated the literal actual lowest. What is it? Because I said so. With Diane Keaton, right? Yeah, and Lauren Graham. I have seen that I saw that movie once in sixth grade and couldn't even tell you one thing about it. I just remember there's a scene that she talks about like faking orgasms or something like that. And, <laughs> and and that's like the only thing I remember because I remember like when I was in sixth grade, I like barely understood what was even like, I think I was like too young to be seeing that movie because I just didn't understand half of the plot. <laughs> um, it was rated 4%. That is, the fact I'm that sorry, there's a Diane like, I Keaton. genuinely think it's a good movie. And I've seen it like at least 20 times. The fact that there's a Diane Keaton movie that has a 4% rating is not okay. <laughs> what does the synopsis say for it? Oh, let me look. Also, Tony Hale plays the um, Lauren Graham's patient. Like she plays a psychologist or a psychiatrist. Right. And he's her neurotic patient. Oh my God, this is rough. Overly reliant on caricatures and lacking any human insight because I said so is an unfunny cliche ridden mess. It definitely is cliche ridden. I will give it that, but I love it and I don't care. (laughs) Who knows it? Well, you know, 65% of people agree with you. It has a 65% audience rating, which is really high. high. Considering it's got a freaking 4% in the critics. That's really high. I could watch Mandy Moore and Diane Keaton stare at a wall and I would give it five stars. Speaking of Lauren Graham, 
uh, Lauren Graham, I've told you about this movie, The Pacifier with Vin Diesel. You have told me about it. And, yeah. Okay. Now it's not, you know, <laughs> going to be winning any awards, but it's a, it's a, first of all, it's a kid's movie. So you let's sound like, like your dad right now, by the way, <laughs> your inflection is precisely Paul. I mean, look, it's a kid's movie. I think we could give it a break. It doesn't have to, <laughs> it doesn't have to, like it's a 21 and I, I don't know. I think it's good. It's it's uh, it's funny enough. It has Britney Snow in it too. That's, this one is Vin Diesel parodies his tough guy image for the family audience, but the result is only moderately amusing. <laughs> Poor Vin. <laughs> yeah, it's cute. It's he's a he's a Navy SEAL that has to protect a family whose father just passed away because assassins are looking for a program he developed. I think it's cute. And it definitely deserves more than 21. And similarly, a very similar movie, Cheaper by the Dozen. Whoa. 24. That's sad. It is sad. That's a classic of my childhood. I I remember seeing that so many times. I saw that in the theaters. I remember seeing it in the theaters. (laughs) So I only have one left. I have one too. So so weird. Um, Mine is just go with it. It is an Adam Sandler, Jennifer Aniston um, movie. It was not good. It It was not good. It probably deserves the rating it has, but Uh I still was like, I liked it. (laughs) Um, It it has a 19%. Well, let's put it this way. When I walked into the movie, I think I saw it with my friends and we were like movie hopping and sneaking into it as like a second for not paying for it. You know, not that I should be saying that on the podcast, but you know, everybody (laughs) does it. Um, Your kids. So, and I remember we saw it specifically that way because we were like, it's going to be terrible. And like, we walked in and it wasn't that bad. So I guess my expectations for it were so low that it made it feel better. But I thought it was pretty good. And I think... I was surprised at how well Jennifer Aniston and Adam Sandler like go together because they didn't seem like they would. Wait, isn't they have another one, right? Yeah, that one that was on Netflix. Oh my God, that one was terrible. That's I like wonder, sort of supposed what, to sort of be like Clue. I wonder what that one has got. Murder mystery. I can't believe that didn't come up anywhere. That one was ter- a 44. Are they high? Did they watch this movie? <laughs> So you're telling me that the wedding planner has a 17, but this piece of garbage had a 44. I don't know, man. That is the audience rating is lower than the, than the critics one. The audience is a 42. Okay. What was your last one? A movie that I convinced you to watch because it's one of my favorite and most watched. Oh, I know. I think what it is. You, I think basically hate it. Like, It's called The Women. Yeah, I saw and that on there. It's um, Meg Ryan and Ava Mendez and Jada Pinkett Smith. And one of the cool things about the movie is that there's not a single man in the entire movie. Wow, I didn't even notice that. Like it. even in the extras or like the small parts or extras or anything, you don't see a single man the entire movie. And you don't realize it. Like I got through the entire movie and didn't realize it until I, I read it somewhere. I didn't know that until you just said it. It's a, the, it's a 13%. The summary for that one is the women is a toothless remake of the 1939 classic lacking the charm, wit, and compelling protagonists of the original. I thought it was charming, witty, and compelling. And I love it. 
And I stand by it. I just love it. All right, cool. So I think that does it. Until next week. Bye.